Brian Winhurst and the Hoop Collective is presented by YouTube TV. Try it free today at youtube.com slash NBA 23. New users only. Terms apply. Cancel anytime. You know, and there are certain teams, like a Mike D'Antoni coach team is coached for the regular season. He wants to, like, have the best regular season record and get all the regular season awards. Coach Spo is just the polar opposite. Like you said, he's the mechanic trying to get his team ready for the postseason. And don't be surprised if he's not spinning his wheels back there tonight trying to figure out a way to get game four. Hello, welcome to the Hoop Collective post-game podcast after game three. I'm sitting here with Jalen Rose. Jalen, thank you for stopping My by. 15-point win for the Denver Nuggets tonight. Classic Nikola Jokic performance, 30-20-10. You're going to hear that that's the first time it's ever been done in the finals. I'm also going to tell you that there hadn't been a 30-20 game since Shaq in 2004. Mm. Back when you were in your prime. Right. So just incredible performance by him. Murray too, but this will be remembered as a Jokic game. Um, you and I have a lot of things in common. One of them is... Really? Our, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, both from the Midwest, and we really love this game, and we really love whatever season is playing. It's not just football. It's not just baseball. When you're from the Midwest, we play whatever sport was happening in that season. That's true. And this game of basketball that you and I love and adore so much, I try not to throw out superlatives a lot, like greatest or superstar or all time, like I'm very selective because I've watched so much and I've been around so long. But as I watch the Joker, he continues to make me start using words like that. Because usually the guy that's gonna get you 30 points isn't gonna be the low maintenance superstar that makes everybody around him better. Usually the seven foot guy, unless it's Wilt, ain't getting 10 assists. You know, the first description is like a Tim Duncan. And then when you put it all together, 30, 20, and 10, it looked easy, Wendy. And once he decided that he was going to get in the best shape of his life, nobody can stop him. You can't speed him up. He's very deliberate. He's very smart. He understands, oh, if uh, Michael Porter made a shot, I'm going to get him another shot next possession. Oh, KCP's struggling. Let me see if I can get him a shot. Oh, he's missing? Let me get it to Christian Brown now. Like, he really did that tonight. And, of course, he's the headline, but, man, the story is Jamal Murray. I agree. I thought as much as we talked about Jokic after game two, that really what the Heat were doing was trying to control Murray. They put Butler on him because they know they can't stop Jokic. They know there's only so much they can do. Murray, they might be able to slow down. And they, they cut down on his touches. They cut down on his, um, you know, his shots. And you could tell. So, like, yesterday at practice, Mike Malone pulled Murray aside, put his arm around him, gave a little talk to him. I don't know what he said. <laughs> but you, you could tell that this was an important Murray game for the Nuggets. It was an important Murray game for the Heat. They came out tonight. They were running dribble handoffs. Really hard to keep the ball away from the guy when Jokic is running the dribble handoff. Correct. And he got going, and you could tell. He got three shots out of the first four shots mm -hmm. of the game. They came out going, let's get Jamal Murray going. And then the thing about it is, when, when you look back at the context of this NBA Finals, Jamal Murray has never been an all-star. That's crazy. 
a, a lot of that has to do with injury these last couple of years. A lot of that is it's hard to perform at an elite level early in the season when you're in the West because it's so many great guards. It's been Steph Curry, it's been Dame Lillard and, and Clay Thompson. They've been gobbling up those spots for All-Star. Booker. Devin Booker now. And so what has happened for him, you now get a playoff Murray moniker because this is when really people get a chance to see you on the big stage. And he's scoring off the dribble handoffs, as you mentioned. He's scoring off the dribble. He's making threes. He's dropping dimes. He's grabbing boards. And it, it, it's, it's looking effortless for he and Jokic. They're looking. It's, it's so awesome when your two best players are compatible. Yeah. Like, I, I love Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. But the reason why some people think they should be broken up is the, the Celtics don't use them like they're compatible. These guys, they, 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 they fit so well like a glove. And I, this is where we normally count the heat out, by the way. I know, I know. <laughs> so let me just say I that know. for everybody. I don't know if you heard it because you were, you were watching. You were out in the bowl. I was watching on TV. Malone was in the huddle starting the fourth quarter uh -huh. going, don't let it happen. Correct. Don't let yes. it happen. Yes. And by the way, I want to say they came out and uh, Christian Brown, the the the, the kid, twenty-two-year-old kid. I like him a lot. He made plays in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, and that just, to me, epitomized the way that the Nuggets were totally in control of this game. I mean, this is supposed to be hard road game, where they've been okay. They won, a, you know, two games in L.A., which ain't easy. Yep. I didn't know what to expect from them. They came out, were totally cool. And when Miami came at them a couple of times, they were cool in the fourth quarter. They were cool, and it was the rookie who was making the plays. Absolutely. And you know why the rookie can make the plays when they ease him in? When your best player set the tone. See, you mentioned uh, Murray started off the game being aggressive, taking and making shots. The Joker was consistent throughout the game. Then they can look and say, okay, CP not going. Michael Porter Jr. is not going. Let's get Christian in there and bring this athleticism. And he was driving to the basket, cutting off the ball, and he's going to have a bright future with this team. It's going to look a lot brighter at some point when they get these championship rings. Now let's talk about the play of the week, the pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hitch, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So who's ever up there, whether it's the roofers, Santa, birds, old-timey chimney sweeps, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish. But you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit DirecTV.com. Sign up today. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. The thing about Jokic, you mentioned him being compatible with Murray. They're both signed up. Murray signed his extension. And last year, the Nuggets made two trips to Serbia. One, to bring him his trophy, because he didn't wait around for it. <laughs> he had knocked out in the first round. And the second time, you know, like, Giannis never made a peep like he was going to leave Milwaukee. And yet we were all worried, like, is he going to sign that extension? He's going to sign that extension? 
he signed it and it was like, wow, huge news. Jokic is like, all right, bring it over. He didn't say anything. Just bring it over. They had to take a second trip. Tim Duncan. It. You're right. Well, not even Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan made him sweat for the second contract. He made him sweat in San Antonio. I'm, I'm, I'm just a low-maintenance superstar. Big time. Right? And, 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 and people were questioning whether Coach Malone did the right thing about calling out his team at the end of the previous game. And I said to him, you got to understand the dynamics of their locker room. Like, Jokic isn't going to be the hollering and screaming type of guy to his point. teammates. It's not his personality. So the coach knows he could go to the press conference and do that because he knows the Joker's going to go home at night and know he wasn't talking to me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And he pulled Murray to the side like you saw him at practice. You know I wasn't talking to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, you know, and so that's what those conversations be about. And and, and, as, and as I mentioned, this is normally where we count the Miami Heat out. That's right. They do have a chance to tie this series. Um, they're playing at home. You know, role players play better in front of your home fans. But if they don't win, they must win the next game yes. or we all know it's over in five. I, if, if Denver had fallen down 2-1, um, I think the, the, the game four would have had a different pressure than if Miami falls down 2-1. I agree. And I thought in this game, Miami got so many open looks the first two games, Denver shut that off. Right. Denver did, like, you know, you mentioned Malone. He knew exactly what to do with his team. He knew exactly what buttons to push. And today he was very confident. Yep. He said, I know that we're going to be okay. And I was yep. talking to their coaches before the game. They knew they were going to be better, and yep. they were. He, yep. he, he, he knew his team and executed it. And, and that's why, as my Detroit basketball Pistons, uh, and I'm so very happy we signed Monty Williams, I started looking at the landscape of coaches, and I'm like, Eric Spolstra, Steve Kerr, Michael Malone, they're looking at those numbers and like, that's time to I renegotiate. Know. I know. And so that's going to be the next story now because guys like him are going to have a championship ring, and that's going to change the dynamics of his career. What is, uh, if Monty is getting that money, what's Eric Spolster worth? Because I don't think there's a coach. 150. I don't know, I don't know if he's better. I don't want to say he's better than everybody else, but there's nobody better than 150. him. 150. Look at it like this. Seriously. Sean Payton getting 20 a year to coach the, uh, the Denver Broncos. He got a five-year deal. He getting $100 million. Spoh's worth that, right? Uh, everything that you're going to say about Sean Payton, you're going to say about Spo times too. I think Spo's the best coach in the game. He's been that for a while. It's almost an embarrassment he's never won coach of the year. You're right, it is. <laughs> you're right. You know, his team's overachieved. Correct. But they usually don't. You know, last year they were the number one seed, though. <laughs> there you go. I, I put him in the top three a bunch of times. <laughs> yep. I, I, I call him the mechanic because his team at the start of the season and his team at the end of the season are totally different because he's under the hood and he's cranking and stuff like that. He doesn't have mechanic look to him. But, right. Um, they played a game against Detroit late in the season, and I was one of the only people in the world probably cared about that game. And I got a chance to talk to Spo. I got a chance to talk to a couple of the players. They was like, this is our time of year. Like. Yeah. You know, and there's certain teams, like a Mike D'Antoni coach team is coached for the regular season. He wants to, like, have the best regular season record and get all the regular season awards. Coach Spo is just the polar opposite. Like you said, he's the mechanic trying to get his team ready for the postseason. And don't be surprised if he's not spinning his wheels back there tonight trying to figure out a way to get game four. You know who respects Spo more than anybody? The Nuggets. They were, like, worried tonight, like, because he threw some curveballs at them. And they were like, man, what's he going to come out with tonight? 
We'll but the see. Nuggets did a great job. Yes, they did. They earned uh, it. All right, Jalen, thanks for your time, man. Appreciate I, I uh, We'll see how it goes on Friday. But the Nuggets were pretty impressive tonight. Well, we all know this. If the Miami Heat don't win the next game, it's over on Monday. Yeah. We know that. So let's see what the Miami Heat can make happen. All right, thanks, Jalen.